Hello everyone and welcome to Chatting with the Beauties. It has been quite some time since the last time we recorded, but we're back. This is season two, episode six, and on today's episode, we'll be discussing all the changes we've gone through in 2020. So sit back and if you're home, grab yourself a glass of wine and enjoy. Hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to Chatting with the Beauties, episode six of season two. Yes. Hello, everyone. I am Monique, in case those of you that don't know. And I am Amanda, since, you know, we probably (laughs) most definitely should have new people listening to our podcast. So welcome. Welcome. So this is our first podcast for the year. So happy New Year's, everyone. Yes, happy New Year. Whoop de doo 2021. 2021. Mm, 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 mm. Um, so our topic for today is um change. Change change that came from a pandemic at that yes yes change that came from a damn pandemic and you know Mm. what yeah it's a pandemic and change that we didn't even see coming right um so i i feel like it's a good change it's not a bad change no it is a good change um so to say that i know unfortunately a lot of people had um a lot of negative things happened in 2020 with the pandemic and our thoughts and prayers are with you, but a lot of good came out of, I don't want to say out of the, well, yeah, out of the pandemic. It is out of the pandemic. Um, a lot of good. So this was definitely a, how do you say it? A blessing in disguise. Cause again, we did not see any, of what we're about to share coming. Yeah, but you know what I think? That's life, and that's how life hits you. Yes. You know, you're not supposed to know the next step. Things always happen when you least expect it, and that's how this happened to us. We It just came full force, and we took it, and we're like, okay, this is what God wanted for us, and we are just dealing with it rolling with it yeah yeah rolling with it correction rolling with it so we are excited so uh i don't know do you want to go first sure should i go first um maybe you should go first well so let's start let's start by saying that now that i'm sitting here just thinking about um what we're about to talk about these are things that um we've been praying on and manifesting on. And the reason why I said you go first is because one of our last episodes of 2019 was, (laughs) um, it was in, I remember it was in December. I wish I knew the episode so I could tell you how to go listen to it, but it was in December and we were talking about, um, no, you know what? It may not have been in December, but we were talking about manifesting. And I remember us saying by the end of 2020, this was going to happen. That was going to happen. This was going to happen. But your manifestations came 
first. And okay. it was everything that you said in that episode that you wanted. Wow. Um, yeah. Do you remember? Uh-huh. Do you remember the name of it? Because while we're talking, you know, I can. Um, I don't. I need to look. Um, but that's something. Before this episode's over, guys, we will tell y'all the episode so you can go and listen to it. Because it is important for everyone to realize that manifestation is real and prayer, God yeah. does answer. And it's not it in our real. timing. Um, it is real. It's in his own timing. And it's funny because before these things happen, I was always like, we would see these quotes about manifestation and this and that. And I used to be like, mm, I don't know how accurate that is. Um, or mm-hmm. I don't really believe that. Or because we haven't experienced it for ourselves. We've been praying on these things for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, but manifestation is something real. Um, and it's funny because I would always think back, like, I wonder at what point I'll be able to say, hey, that happened to me too. Well, that's this episode, guys. Yeah. That's, that's this episode. All right. So I don't mind starting first. So I'm not going to give the whole long story because we are, we will be here longer than 45 <laughs> minutes. So we're trying to really keep it to a certain um, a time frame. So um, basically things change real fast for me in the sense of I met someone when we actually we went out partying Monique and I like we always do for those who knows us and follows us on Instagram we love to party um we love to have fun and enjoy life so we went out partying and I met this guy and we got the talking and it was just like I knew instantly that this was going to be my husband like I just knew and prior to this happening I, and I think we spoke about this. Yeah, you, you're right, Monique. We spoke about this in a previous podcast that I, I, I went, I fast during Lent, and this is Lent time. And I said that, you know, I wanted to have a husband and have kids and family, and I prayed on it, and I went on a strict fast, no liquor, no social media, stopped eating certain foods, and I was religious on it, like to the T, where... I prayed nonstop and that's what I wanted and clear as day, God gave it to me. So I met this guy and I knew instantly, like nobody could have told me nothing. I knew instantly that this guy was the man that I was going to marry. And this is something I told myself that this is the guy. Anyway, keep going. Um, we met, we met, and that was like, we met, what, in June? Yeah, in June. And that was in June 2018, right, Monique? Uh, was it? No. 19? I think it was nine. Yeah, it was 19. No. No? The pandemic was the 20th last year. Yeah. So I think it was. It was the summer of 19. Oh shit! I don't even yeah. remember because we were skinny, and that's when we were skinny. You're right. <laughs> yeah, we were skinny. <laughs> not saying that we are fat. We're not. But that's we had lost a lot fat. of weight. We were hard for that. Yeah, we, we did. We did. So yeah, it yes, was and it was after lit because we lost a lot of our weight yes. during lit. So yeah, yes, you're right. So June thirtieth, two thousand nineteen is when I met him. In July, I said this was gonna be my husband. In November, I got pregnant. 
had a baby. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Life is God be God be knowing. God works. Does. And I don't care what nobody says. God works. And when you give him something, he gives you back tenfold. Mm-hmm. No lie. Mm-hmm. So yes, June we met. J- July, I said to myself, I was going to marry him. I didn't tell him that, but in my mind, I said, I'm, mar- I'm going to marry him. November, I got pregnant. August 8th, 2020 I had my son um his name is Joshua and August 15th of 2020 um Joshua's dad proposed to me so I'm engaged soon to be married next year 2022 so that is a complete change Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. no one in no one knew I if somebody told me that this was gonna happen um in two thousand nineteen that I was gonna meet the guy who I was gonna marry and have a kid by I would have been like, Yeah, whatever, not me, you're bugging, you got the wrong Amanda. So yeah, that completely changed my life. And when I say God wasn't playing with me, he said, This is what you want, you sure? Because I'm about to give it to you. So I don't want to hear no, I'm not ready. He was not playing. He was like, I'm going to give everything you pray for. And when I say I pray for it, literally, he gave it to me. So when they tell you to be, um, what is the word? Be ready. You say, have to be ready with Be ready. But home. no, there's a word. When you, pr- when you pray for something, you have to be oh, specific, specific mm-hmm. on what you pray for. Because when I tell you, God listens and God only gives it to you when you're ready, he is so right. Like if people, they have people out here who don't believe in God, who think that he it doesn't exist, he doesn't exist. Let me tell mm-hmm. you, he does. Mm-hmm. And I can keep going and going and to tell you how there was other things that happened in between that time span before my son was born that I knew he's real. So, um, but that's like a whole another conversation, but this is the change that happened to me and I'm happy, like I'm very, I'm super happy and not, and, and what I want people to also know that when you pray for something and you get it, you shouldn't stop praying. You know, you have to continue praying because it's not just that moment mm-hmm. and you pray in and make sure that you you know you're able to uphold what you, you god has mm-hmm. given you almost feel obligated because, at that point yeah when i say i don't know i i can't stop yeah and i say this i say this in my prayer like i can't stop thinking mm-hmm. because I would have never thought this would have happened. Mm-hmm. So once you get something and you pray for it and you, you know, if you're religious and you believe in having to fast and you believe in Lent and you go full force on it and God gives you what you pray for, you can't stop there. You have to constantly thank him, thank him nonstop because shit, like, as, as the, the the as the way he gives it to you, he can easily take right, it away from right, you. right. So you have to be grateful and thankful and ready. Like people don't realize, like you can pray, and I'm I'm sure everyone does. We've all been guilty of praying for things that we don't even realize we're not ready for. 
Um, and God's not going to give it to you literally until you're, until you're ready. So, so many times people wonder like, why are my prayers unanswered? And they focus solely on why my prayers unanswered instead of looking around to figure out, am I really ready to receive what I'm asking for? And that's real. Like, and once you realize that you'll start shifting and changing your life to prepare yourself to get ready. We've been preparing Mm -hmm. to be wives and and find our husbands way before we even started dating anyone. Yeah, Um, Because we knew what we were asking for, we needed to be ready to receive. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it, without me telling my part yet, when, it's like when God, every day I wake up and I look around and I'm just, instantly I'm thanking him and praying and and just being grateful for everything he's done because although we've been in these changes for a little bit now it still doesn't mm-hmm. feel real yeah it doesn't it doesn't feel me, real doesn't. like Monique would say it's so funny because she says it often she's like you're a mom now and I was like yeah it just I'm doesn't seem real like like it's weird yeah. like even at work I caught myself was it at work? I don't even know. But I caught my saying, my son. And I was like, oh, my God, I have a son. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so weird. And, you know, when that time comes for me to get married, even for me, I don't know about anybody. For me, it's just so weird saying fiancé. Like, I don't say it. <laughs> like, I'll say my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. But I just, it sounds so weird saying my fiancé. So, you know, it's like. To, embrace it, girl. En- embrace embrace it. it. Yeah, you have to embrace it and enjoy it. Embrace but, it. Listen, when he gives it to you, oh, he oh, gives it. Man, he gives he it, gives and it. it's just like blessing on blessing on blessing that just comes. It just—it's crazy because then you look up and you're just like, "Wow, I prayed for this. Yes. I wanted this, and now you're living it." Um, mm-hmm. and these are not things you pray one night. I mean, we've been praying for years to get to the point that we are today. Um. And we lost hope along the way and we cried about this along the way and we were frustrated. I mean, we went through the ringers literally to Mm -hmm. achieve the things that we have today. And even just thinking of that instantly makes me want to say, and thank you, God. Yeah, but you listen, if it takes midway into this podcast, you got to thank him. You have to thank him because like I said, every chance I get, I can just be sitting and doing something at work. And I just be like, thank mm-hmm. you. Like, mm-hmm. Because the feeling feels good and you know how much you prayed for it. Yeah. You know. And the thing about it is, is once you have it, you have to continue praying. Like I, kept, I keep saying, you have to continue praying because it can be taken away also. Yeah. So you have to enjoy the moment. Enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. And it's, I don't know about you, Amanda, but I know for me, so I'm just going to say what my change was so I, I can stop talking in circles. Um, in circles, right, right. So I relocated to, um, oh, let me backtrack, let me backtrack, let me backtrack. Um, 2019. 
Oh my God. 2019 was a big year for me as well. Um, not, not the same. Like I'm not dating. I'm not none of that, but 2019 yeah. was a year of awakening for me. Um, and at that, that in 2019, I realized that God was working double overtime for me on me. Um, he was putting things in my face that I needed to realize he was using everyone close to me. Change, I mean, he used everything possible to get a point across to me that I couldn't even deny it and fight it. I had to just, like, um, what's the word? I had to like, surrender to him and let him do whatever he was doing because I felt it. I felt it in my spirit. I knew he was working overtime. Um, and he started with me on myself. So as I've shared over and over again, I've had a lot of, as many people, a lot of roller coasters in life, ups and downs, a lot of tragic things happen in life. And as I'm talking, it's bringing tears to my eyes. Um, oh my God. <laughs> Ooh, sorry guys. Um, okay. Mm. And I hope you have a glass of wine. Oh uh, no, because it is Lent time. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry, <laughs> yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. Um, yeah. So in my heart, I knew that as bad as I wanted a husband and as bad as I want to be a mom and all of that, I knew in my heart that I wasn't ready at the time. And God was showing me that I wasn't ready and was um, showing me that I needed to focus on me and get myself into a healing place. And 2019 for me was just that. It was a rocky year, ups and downs, ups and downs. Um constantly showing me areas in my life that I needed to focus on and I did it it was ugly guys healing is so fucking ugly but you don't have a choice um so the end of 2019 I was in a very dark place and in December I decided like randomly one day I decided I'm gonna go to Sedona and take this solo trip and go on this soul retreat I don't remember if I shared this, and I'm not going to go into it, but... No, I think I think okay. we did. I think you did. Um, and yeah. that was the start for me. That's how 2020 started for me. 2020 started with me and Sedona on a solo trip, just searching to figure out what is it that I need to, to do with myself. Um, and I remember being on this trip. Now, moving has been something that I wanted to do for a long time, and for whatever reasons, I didn't do it, and there was doubt about this and doubt about that. But I remember going to a psychic on this trip and she's telling me all these things. I'm going to meet my husband. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I asked her, do you see a move in my future? And she said, no. So I kind of took that as a validation, like, okay, maybe you shouldn't move. And this, I had no plans of moving. I just wanted to know if that was something she saw in my future. And she said, no. Okay, fast forward. 2020 came. The pandemic hit in March. Um, something else that I've shared is I always kept myself busy and I've never, my house was like a hotel room, a storage. I want to say it, it stored my stuff. I slept there. I showered and I was in the street. Um, and that was because I did not want to sit with myself and, un, and unpack the shit that I know I needed to unpack. So what better way than to keep myself busy and do things that I enjoy to occupy myself, to not focus on those things. Well, I kept praying on it because I knew I needed to sit alone and I just couldn't do it. I could not bring myself to do it. And then the pandemic hit and then I had no choice. 
I literally was forced to sit, you know, my job shut down. I was home. I wasn't working for a couple of months and I had nothing but time and myself. And even that, I knew it was God telling me, all right, you complained, you don't have time. You complain like you didn't want to do this. You was asking me to, to give you time and give you the strength to sit by yourself. Here it is. And even that, those days were ugly. Those days were ugly. But I, I had to, I, I literally had to sit there and unpack my hurt, unpack um, the fear, unpack my anger, unpack my depression, unpack everything that was holding me back from my next self, my next level of myself. I had to sit there and unpack. And in the midst of that, um, this urge, he just was in my spirit telling me it was time to relocate. Um, and again, I've been talking about relocating for so long and just did not, I didn't have the nerve to do it. And, and to be honest, if the pandemic didn't happen, I would probably still be in New York City. So fast forward, October, um, well, June of 2020 or June, July is when I decided that I'm officially moving out of New York and relocate into Charlotte. Um, I had no idea how I was going to do this. I had no plan of doing this. So I decided to fast. And the idea behind my fast was if this is meant for me to, to move and if God is telling me to make this move, he's going to show me and, and provide me with everything I need to do it. I fasted and I fasted heavy. Um, and I prayed and I prayed and I prayed on it. And when I came out of my fast, when I went into the fast, I had no idea how it was going to happen. When I came out of the fast, it's almost like God handed me a blueprint and said, here, here's what you're going to do. Ooh. Um, mm -hmm. And I was scared. I was so scared. I was still a little uncertain. But in the beginning of my fast, I told God, I'm leaving this decision to you. And whatever it is you want me to do with it is what I'm going to do. So when I got this blueprint of how I'm going to do it and I started putting things into play, you know, my original plan was to quit my job and just come out here and figure it out because I, I didn't like the job anyway. But God said, no, God said, here's what you're going to do. So I proposed to my job and said, listen, I'm moving. Um, here's here's my date that I'm leaving. Here's my proposal. And I told them, you know, I'll come back into New York every month. I was willing to come back every month for the job and figure it out. And they took a long time to get back to me to the point that I was a little concerned that I was going to have to quit. Um, but God is good. They came back to me and mm -hmm. they actually offered me a, a made up position that I had requested maybe three years ago. Um, but at that time they told me there was no need for the position, but now here it is. They offered me a position. that would be a hundred percent remote, um, doing what I actually wanted to do for the company, which is why I took it and stayed. So that was the first, that was the first sign that I was like, okay. Um, and then after that, just things, just God just kept, he just kept providing and as he kept providing and showing me that this is what he wanted me to do, I literally just let go and let him, let him um, 
guide me and direct me. And I moved in October and I had a plan and I said, you know, three months, I stood with some friends and I said with three months, within three months, I wanted to be on my own. Um, and January 7th, I moved into my apartment um, to backtrack a little bit. When I was in Sedona, one of the focuses that I, I was praying on and manifesting was um, my driving. I, for those that know, I have had such a fear of driving. Um, and I've drove and I've got, and you know, once I get in the car, I'm okay, but I was still nervous. And moving to the South, you know, there's, you don't have a choice. You have to drive. So um, I actually came down in August to purchase a car and didn't. But I went and looked at a few things and it just, God was like, nope, not yet. So when I came down in August, though, I went to a few dealerships and looked around and um, I had went to Mazda. And when I was in Mazda, I sat in the showroom car and I was like, oh, my God, I love this car. And my godson was with me and he took a picture that I still look at to this day, took a picture of me and was like, you're going to get this car. And I was like, it's a 2021. I'm never going to get this car. Like, it's a brand new car. I don't need a brand new car. I was gun holes on getting a used car. Like, I'm a new driver. I didn't want to do it. So I didn't even get the information. I took a picture in the car. I got out the car and went about my way. That was, that was it, it. for me. Mm. Um, and then when I came back, that was in June, actually. When I came back in August, I went to look at a used dealership and didn't see anything that I liked. So, okay, fine, whatever. Decided that I was just going to wait. You know, I didn't want to pay the bills for three months that I wasn't going to be here. Whatever, whatever. Got here in October, still with some friends. And instantly when I left New York, I remember the day I left New York. It was raining. It was gloomy. I cried the whole mm -hmm. way to the airport. Um, still praying on it. Like, God, I know you. this is what you want me to do. Here's the, like, I can't, like, once I get on that plane, this is it. Like, show me. And no, God still was like, get on this plane. Um, got to Charlotte and it was a sunny ass day. And it was like the, the weight of the world was lifted off my shoulders once I landed off this plane. I cried the whole way to Charlotte. Um, I cried when I got to Charlotte waiting for my bags, like, wow, this is my new home. This is where I'm now going to call home. And it just didn't seem real. Um, anyhow, so I got here and I'm getting situated, getting situated, got my went apartment, apartment shopping and something else that I was struggling with. I was like location. I, I knew I wanted to stay in the city, but, um, like anywhere else, you know, the city, get your smaller apartments for more money where you can be in the suburbs for a bigger apartment for less money. And I was just like, you know, I'm new to the city. I want to be in the mix. Let me let me do this. So then I had decided, you know what? I'm not going to do it. It was too much money. I didn't want to pay New York prices here. It didn't make sense to me. So I'm looking in the suburb area and um, randomly one day I get a, a ad for this building um not the one that I'm living in currently but a building near here so I went to see it it was too much so I decided to just call a few different places in the area found my building and the day that I came to see the apartment um the leasing office was telling me like I mean 
it was so many things that I, as she's talking to me, I'm hearing God say, this is it. Um, I had two months free. I, it, two months free. The rent was cheaper than New York. I'm literally in the midst of the city in primetime area. I just said to her, I'm going to take it. And my friends looked at me like, are you sure? And I'm just like, yeah, I'm taking this. This is it. Um, I think I booked my appointment in what? Like, I, it might have been November and I couldn't move in until Jan. Yeah, November? like I had two months to move mm-hmm. in. Um, it, so that so and it, it just kept going from there like so now I got the job that I want God brought me here I'm happy as hell I got the location that I want so now I have to buy a car before I move into my apartment because I was staying with my friend so I didn't need a car so now I'm in the dealership scared as shit because guys I'm still scared to drive I have not drove down here <laughs> I'm in this dealership looking at cars and um we go to Mazda. So the day that I'm going to buy this car, we waited for the day after. It was December 26th. I'm moving into my apartment January 7th. December 26th, I go car shopping. And um, my friends asked me, where do you want to go first? And I was like, let's just go to Mazda first. Um, in my mind, I was going to get a used car either from Mazda or Ultima from CarMax. I don't know. So let's go to Mazda first. Okay, cool. Go to Mazda the showroom floor car is still there. So I look at it. I'm like, all right. So the guy's like, you want to test drive it? And I'm like, uh, all right, sure. Let's go. I test drive this car. I'm on the highway coming back. Now, test driving this car, scared as shit. I even asked the guy when we parked. So let me ask you, I'm a new driver. And how did you think my driving was? He was like, you scared me a little bit. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> okay he was like I can tell you're a New York driver and I was like okay so I was like I don't know um, so we're driving back and we're on the highway and I was like this is the car so my girlfriend's in the back seat and she was like what oh so when we pulled out to test drive Charlie's Wilson's song Blessed came on the radio and my girlfriend was like what a song to be like if God isn't on the right time all the time all the time and I'm listening to the song and we're test driving and we're coming back and I'm like this is the car and she was like you sure it's a it's a brand new car you said you didn't want I was like this is the car so they run in my numbers and I'm like listen you know here's what I have to put down my credit might be an issue I was still working on it at the time credit might be an issue God, prov- I didn't even know how I was going to, but God provided. I am currently driving the yeah, same car that I was sitting in in August that I said I was not going to get. That's the car I'm driving. Mm-hmm. And every day I get in this car, I thank God. Because it's that's the only way I thank God. I thank God. I thank God. And there's days I wake up and I'm just so happy just so happy um that I have to remind myself to enjoy this moment bask in these moments take Mm -hmm. it in soak it in I look around my apartment and I'm just like wow you know what it is I feel like and I don't know you can correct me if I'm wrong I know this is for me per se it's like 
I want to bask. I want to just like jump for joy and make, scream, go up to like the top of the mm-hmm. tallest building and just scream and let everybody know. But it's like a part of me is like, oh, you know, I don't want to be boastful. Know, like, how can I say? But you know what? Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, don't want to be boastful, but it's like, yeah. Okay. And I spoke to the therapist Why about this. I be exactly. Boastful? And it's not even being boastful. And, and, cause, and this is what I told the therapist because it this bothered me for a little bit or for a little while. Um, some people still don't know that I moved. Some people still don't know that I have a car. It's not something that I, I feel like I need to announce to people. Those that need to know know. Mm-hmm. But you know, for us, I feel like since we are so like, to me, it was just things that I know I needed to do. I moved to a new city. Well, I gotta mm-hmm. move. Okay. Uh, something on my it was just another check off my to-do list but it's bigger than a check off our to-do list these are major milestone mm-hmm. accomplishments and blessings that we have so it's like why not enjoy it why not be boastful why not show what god does in our life it's not it's not to be um uh what's the word um yeah we're not trying to show off these are literally blessings that god had god has given us and mm-hmm. yeah, there are things that we we wanted, but there's plenty of things that we wanted that we haven't gotten because it wasn't for us and God didn't give it to us. So mm-hmm. it's like, and I find myself more and more um, uh, talking to people about God and just saying and showing my blessings and talking about my blessings. And I talk to God now all day, every day. And I've done Lent. For years, I've been doing that. And every year, this is the first year I haven't had any slip-ups yet. And even, not that I don't want to. There's temptations. Temptations is a bitch. But. But you know what? You know what? I'm going to be honest. Because when I did Lent, and when I did Lent, I did Lent for 40 Mm -hmm. days. And it's it's a mind thing. I'm going to be honest. You have to mentally prepare Mm -hmm. yourself. Somebody asked me. Like, oh, you're not doing Lent this year? And I was like, no, because it's a mind thing. You have to, I prepared myself way in advance for Lent because I knew what I wanted. I knew my purpose and I knew that I wanted to have a family. I wanted to have a husband. I wanted all what I have right now. I wanted, but I knew that in order for me to get it, I had to give up Mm -hmm. something. So, and it was it was serious. It was to the point that I remember my CFO said to me because he's religious, he's Catholic, and he said to me because he was Lent, he was doing Lent also. He was fasting, and he said, "Oh, you're fasting too." And I was like, "Yeah." And then he was like, "Well, how long are you doing?" And I was like, 40 years." He was like, "Oh my God, Amanda, that's too long." And I was like, "Well, yeah, it is, but this is what I want to do." He was like, "Well, okay, just I just know it's a lot." I was like, "It is a lot, but." I, when I say I kept going, it was to the point it was, and Monique can remember this, it was my cousin's birthday, and she was having um, a mm-hmm. Mexican theme party. We were the only sober ones there. <laughs> Girl, listen, we were the only sober ones, and it was temptation left mm-hmm. and right, because she kept saying, you sure you don't want any? Like, you sure? You could just drink. It's my birthday. And I was like, no, I'm good. And I did it. We didn't break mm-hmm. it. I was just like, no, no, no. I have a purpose, and this is what I wanted. And the day that I met, um, 
my soon-to-be husband. Oh, that's crazy. My soon-to-be husband, I wasn't going there looking for anyone. Girl, I was going in there just to have fun. Like, I wanted to have fun. It was a fat. We wanted to listen to music. Me and Monique was drunk, drunk, <laughs> drunk, 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 but um, I mean, bottle. not drinking to the point that we was pissy, not that kind of drunk. So let's be clear, we ain't that kind no. of drunk. We, we were drunk. Was, we were having, we're having a good fun. old time. We was drunk, but we was um, it was coherent. We 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 right. We knew what was happening. Um, and it's funny because <laughs> we knew what was happening, and how I know we knew what was happening. But even though we were drunk, I remember when he was trying to get my number, and I was just asking him a whole bunch of questions. Monique turned around and she was drunk. She was like, oh my God, I'm ready to go home. Just give me a number already. That shit was so funny. So clearly, yeah, we were drunk, but we was alert. So I gave him my number because drunky drunk over here was like, just give him your number. So the point is that, you know, we stuck to we mm-hmm. stuck to it. And it was, I was just like... This is what I wanted, and God gave me what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So, and just like with Monique, God gave her her sign, and that you know, don't get me wrong. Like, this is my sister. This is my best friend. So it's like the fact that she's no longer here in state with me. That was heartbreaking. Like she cried on her way to the airport. I cried while I was sitting here, listening, waiting for her to get to her destination to make sure that she was safe. I cried to the point that he, my 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 boyfriend, t- I think yeah, he, he did. Right? It was like, what did you do? She's over <laughs> he here did. crying. I was just like boohooing because at that point I was pregnant, and I so I was very extra extra emotional. And for the people who know me, I'm not like that. Like that's not me. Like I'm not a crybaby. So it's just like I was crying, and then this fool over here sent me uh, um. Man, I worked on that oh, for God. so who long. Told me to, <laughs> who told her to do that? Like, she sent the playlist. So I was boohooing, listening to that playlist, listening to, um, oh, it was just, it was, I was so super emotional. But the point is that you have to, some people don't like change, mm-hmm. you know, but sometimes change is beneficial. we get so accustomed to you being know? in that comfort zone and that's what we were like for those of us for those of y'all that know us amanda and i were the only single ones with no children in our group yeah um yeah in our immediate yes. circle and in our in our fam- like family like we were the only ones yeah. so you know we partying we having a we living our best fucking lives and yeah. that's what we enjoyed and that's what we that's what we knew so and what we knew again we knew we wanted these things we knew we wanted husbands we knew i knew i wanted to relocate like we and we knew these things but we had no plans on getting them we just we was living our mm-hmm. life um and just like that it's like god was like all right y'all, y'all had this fun and he switched it up and listen and this is not like it was emotional. It was emotional for me to know that my best friend now is not single and she's getting, you know, and it's not that we're not happy for each other for these changes, oh, yeah. but 
you know, it was it was trying for both of us. Like, um, but you 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 know you got you have to look at both yeah. hands because honestly, if it was the other way around, if it wasn't me having meeting a guy, getting pregnant, and being engaged. It would have been her. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So it would have been me looking in, you know, but you, we overall, if it was the other way around or whatever, we were extremely happy and extremely up to this day. We're extremely mm-hmm. supportive mm-hmm. of every decision that we go through at the end of the day. When I do things, you know, I, I speak to her about it. When she does things, she speaks to me about it. We're very we're in tune uh-huh, with everything uh-huh. like we just had a conversation her early and we were like well what's new and we're like well we tell everything. each other everything <laughs> so there's really nothing new yeah. to talk about so it's like we are still on point and are up to date with things the only difference is that and this is just because of covid that you're not going to see the constant party pictures right, right now um, and don't get me wrong, a baby ain't changing that. Like it, 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 the baby's there, but when mom has to go out and party, it's going to happen. <laughs> you know, so it's like right now you don't see these things because mm-hmm. it's COVID. COVID is mm-hmm. real. COVID is serious. So, but after this, you'll see the pictures and you'll see us, you know, around each other. If I have to be out there with her and she has to be mm-hmm. out there with me. You're gonna see it. You're gonna see the vacation. That's, that's yeah, not exactly. Going to stop. Style dynamics change as far as our <laughs> personal life, and and then again, it goes back to this comfort zone that we was in because it was like five years of straight, whatever the hell we wanted. There was nobody else. It was just her and yeah. I. So you know, and for God to shake things up and take us out of that comfort zone, that comes with growth. Um, yeah. and. Yeah. So, Even with so, that, I feel like it was so many lessons. He was, it was more than just okay, single to taken or whatever, me. relocating. God put our friendship. At, I feel like He put our friendship at a, at a test to see like what test, you guys yeah. can withstand. Can you yeah, sustain yeah. this? Um, yeah. And I remember when we went to LA. We had a conversation, and and LA, oh, I, God. I LA yeah, and deep. at this time y'all were just dating. I didn't know I was moving. Who knew a baby was coming? And that was November of 2019. Um, yeah. We had, no, was it November 2019? No, no. Yeah. No. Comic Con was in November because it was after the Halloween party. Because we went to St. Louis 2019. Yeah. September. Yeah. No, well, yeah, the, the pregnancy happened. The when we came back. Yeah. So complex. Yeah, was the beginning, yeah, in the middle yep. towards the beginning, yeah, and we had, yeah. um, yeah, no, bingo, complex was, and I remember the complex was like the third mm-hmm. to the fourth, first week of November, yeah, around that three, four, yep. three, and yeah, 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 and that's how back to back these things happen. We had a conversation in yeah. the our first, first conversation, deep conversation in regards to the changes that we knew were happening was in St. Lucia, um, which we shared with you guys before. Um, that's when that's when I feel like the test God really started putting the relationship to the test. Um, was then yeah, yeah. that day that Saint yeah, Lucia was Saint Lucia test. was definitely a test. And then we came back, yeah. and so much happened between September and um LA that 
in LA, we had a real deep conversation over brunch, drink, and bottomless, as always. There's always liquor involved in our business, yeah. but <laughs> liquor, liquor, liquor be the liquor be the push. But that conversation in LA kind of just solidified, like, all right, we know shit is changing, but we here. This is what we, we this is like, what we do. And, and I felt, and, and I don't, I won't say ground rules, but we had to like have ground rules to this extent where we told each other like yeah things are changing but mm-hmm. we are here we it's not that the friendship is gonna end because you are an hour and a half away from each other when I say hour and a half not driving an hour and a half but and at that point we didn't even know half. we didn't know I was moving in November 2019 no no right but what I'm trying to get at is that no matter what was going to happen, right. the relationship, the dynamics, the sisterhood, the friendship, the business partner. Right. We change. always kept we an open our communication, goal. though, on all of our right. changes. It wasn't like, and whatever we felt the way, it was discussed. So there was numerous conversations right. along the last year and a half of just, again, the dynamics of what we knew was happening. Um, the boyfriend, the, the baby, the me move, all of these things we spoke about. Yeah, there was no move that was made that wasn't discussed. Um, and I think that's yeah. the importance of any friendship, especially when you value a friendship, you keep that open line of communication there, especially when you value it. You don't want it to, we didn't want the friendship. We knew the friendship wasn't going to end. We just had to figure out Okay, so now let's talk about how we're going to work through this. Yeah, exactly, to get through it. And even with that, listen, I I pray on my friendship daily. Um, And not that anything's wrong with our friendship, but it's just something that you value. You pray for what you value and what you you hold close to your heart. Um, And I am mm going to say this, not to cut you off, but I am going to say this. And this, we talk about this previous podcast. Like, if you value your friendship, um, and I don't mean a friend that you just met yesterday. You have longevity with these friends and you build and you share so much with them. If you value your friendships, you have to, by all means necessary, make mm-hmm. it work. You know, but that's only if mm-hmm. you value it. If you don't value your friendship, it's just like, all right, fine. But my circle of friends, I value it. Value. What can I not say that value my friendship so I make sure I put in the effort and I put in the time to mm-hmm. make it work so this is what comes out of it you understand mm-hmm. this sisterhood this mm-hmm. friendship and with each like, this ain't going right. nowhere she ain't going nowhere she's my child's right. godmother so she ain't right. going nowhere and I feel like with each so. change um, with each change God shows you who's true to you and who's really in your corner. Yes. Um, and yes. he did that all 2020. And continues to do it. Um, mm-hmm. And you take that. You take that for face value. When people show you who they are. You believe it. Um, and you move accordingly. Mm-hmm. So I can say with my move. God has shown me. Who's in my corner. Who's not in my corner. Who's there. Who's, who's not there. And I take that. I take that yeah. for what it is. And. Um, exactly, yeah. and I feel like every there's a lesson in everything that we go through. So I pray constantly to take, be able to realize these lessons and take the um what lesson he's actually trying to 
give me so that way I don't have to repeat these cycles. Because let me tell you something. God will give you the same thing over and over and over until you learn the lesson from it. We've learned. Yeah, yeah, yeah we've learned. Um, yeah. And people sit back and wonder why I'm still going through this because you ain't learned a lesson. When you learn a lesson, you won't go through it anymore. Uh, and that's and that's right. the, that's a fact. And that's something we had to learn the hard way. We share with you guys things that we were going yeah. through and was and, and frustrated. And now I look back and I'm just like, wow. We it wasn't, and it could have yep. been that it wasn't time, or we wasn't ready, or we was, or we was in our it own wasn't way. Time. It's both. Yeah. It's both. I feel like we wasn't ready, and wasn't time. And I why I'm going to say we wasn't ready and wasn't time because I had someone before this guy, and I, in my head I was like, oh, he's good. He's such a nice guy. Mm. <laughs> and it was just like, uh, yeah, no pain in it. You ain't you ain't it. It. Right, you exactly. Ain't ready. You talk that you talk that shit, yeah. but you ain't ready. So because you ain't ready, this is what I'm about to do. Yeah. Poof, be gone. Yeah. It was gone <laughs> without an even thought. Like a it was gone. And he was just so you have to be mindful 100%. of what you pray for and what you ask for because of once you, what you pray for and what you ask for is going to he's going mm-hmm. to give it to you. Especially if he feels like you know you're ready. I'm going to give it to you. So once you pray for that and it happens, because even to, I was like, oh, my God, this thing is this things are happening real fast. Mm-hmm. It's like it's going to happen and it's going to go. You ain't going to know what the hell hit you. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. I got a whole baby. Yeah. I have a whole suit. And it's crazy because I remember. Life. We before again before Amanda was dating, we used to drive through Long Island, and she used to be like, "I'm gonna have a house out here." Oh God, yeah, I'm gonna have a house yeah, out here. Yeah. She claimed it, claimed it, claimed it, claimed it. She now lives in, she now lives in Long a whole house, got a whole house. <laughs> so it's like, and it's just the power, right. the power of manifestation. Power yes. of the tongue. Yes. The tongue is serious. So, but not even Monique, not even about all the things that you want the the power of the tongue is very powerful because even yeah, when you, you gotta watch what you talk things, over your life it yep. happens you gotta say yep. what you right it comes out so you have to speak good into your life you have to speak good into your into your people mm-hmm. into your family your friends you have to speak good and now and and, and i and i thank joshua for it because i feel like i look at things differently the things that i used to be combative with and go back and forth. It's not it. even and worth it. Like, yeah. The energy. It's not worth it because why? Because I have a purpose and mm-hmm. someone that I'm wor- um, caring for that I'm not going to mm-hmm. go back and forth with you about. So it's important to, to be mindful of what you say and how you say it because it's true. Like she said, I always, even before that, before me saying I'm um, driving around with Monique I'm about Long Island, well, I used to go to school in Long Island and I always said, I am going to buy a house in Long Island. And it's like God kept, my God took that, wrote it down and said, all right, mm-hmm. I got you. Mm-hmm. I got you. And he's like, here you yeah. go. Yep. And here I feel go. like these blessings, I know for me, like I've always been told how intuitive um, I am. And the first couple of times I heard it, I mean, I kind of knew because there were things that I, I, I would say and then it just happened. And I'm like, oh, shit like what the fuck um and then as I encounter people throughout the throughout my life everyone always said I'm very very intuitive um 
And I said this to Amanda recently, you know, my spirit has been, I listen to my spirit. And before I didn't know what that voice was or I didn't pay attention to it, but I listened to my spirit and I know that my husband is coming. Where he's at? I'm not too sure. Oh, yeah. She but he's says coming that. and I feel it in my spirit. But let me tell you about Monique and this thing. Before, and we talked about it, not on a podcast, but we, me and her always said it, like, you have to claim it. Excuse me. But now she's saying it more. And because she's saying it more, it's mm-hmm. going to happen. Because you keep saying it and God is listening. So from your mouth to God's ears, like they say, it's going to happen. So I really agree. I, I really believe in what mm-hmm. you say comes out. So I personally, deep down inside, feel that her husband is coming. So just as right now we're planning my wedding and prior to that was the shower and whatever, it's it's going to happen. You can, we're going to have another podcast and you're mm-hmm. going to hear the same on the flip thing. side. Like, now we're planning Monique's wedding and Monique's shower. So it's like everyone who's listening to this um, podcast really has to if there's something that you want to do and you know put your all in it and let God do it. what he do religious, let him do what he do yes. and if you're religious you mm-hmm. fast give him something he gives you something you know because fasting is a religious thing it's a I want something and I'm, I have to give mm-hmm. up something to God in order to get so mm-hmm. it's going to happen to go back so on what you said we hope to that, cut you mm-hmm. um about fasting mm-hmm. I, you know it's true you have to mentally prepare for fast i've been praying on my fast for two months before i did my fast two months i prayed day in and day night i knew i wanted to fast i had no idea when and even that oh my god when you when you truly truly pray and believe that god is gonna deliver He's going to deliver. I was praying on my fast, praying on my fast. I had no idea when I was going to fast. I was asking God to show me when is the right time to fast. I wanted to do it, and I wanted to do it the right way. Um, You know, I read my devotional every morning, and maybe like three weeks before Lent um, started, I was watching, or maybe two weeks before Lent, I was watching something on news I don't know one of these shows that I watch in the morning and the girl on um the girl on uh the channel was talking about the purpose-driven life the book the purpose-driven life by Rick Warren now this is a book that I purchased years ago that a therapist recommended to me and I bought it never read it it just sat there amongst many other books um but when she said it I was like hmm let me go and find that book so I went unpacked took it out didn't open it, just left it sitting for a little bit. Two days passed or so, and I was reading my devotional, and the devotional was thriving in your singleness. Again, I'm work- focused working on me, and, and I'm not thinking about um, dating or anything because I want to make sure I'm right. So I'm, you know, single and thriving, reading my devotional. It's like day seven of the devotional, and the girl mentioned Purpose Driven Life in the devotional. So I'm like, okay, God. I hear you. Take the book out. I open the book to read it. It's a 40, me not realizing it's a 40 day devotional. At that mm-hmm. minute, God 40 said, day fast. Yeah, at that minute, God said, you're yeah. going to fast during Lent for 40 days. Um, 
And I was like, okay. Well, no, he didn't even say 40 days. He said, God said, you're going to fast and relent. I said, okay, I'm going to start with a week. We are now on week two of me fasting. I'm just going to fast out to 40 days. Because at this point, God has said, you're going to fast for 40 days. Um, so he and prayers are answered. We have to listen. We have to be still so we can listen. Um, and you really, really, the most important thing is to let go and submit yourself to God and let him do what he do. He don't need help. He got this. You just sit back. Yeah. Um, he sure does. And you'll see as he continues to bless you, um, at least I know for me, when he as he continues to bless me, it builds my relationship stronger with him. And um, I used to always say I love God because I felt like that was the right thing to say. Not necessarily that I felt it. And the other day I said it and I cried because it, it's such a, it's a love I can't even explain. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, I waited for the day that I'll be able to say it and truly mean it. And, to you know, people do that all day long. But to think that I was doing that with God for so many years and to now be able to say, I love you, God, and truly mean it and value that relationship. Um, it's, it's a powerful, powerful thing. It's a powerful yeah, thing. Powerful. Yeah, it's a powerful thing. So for those that are religious, I definitely, definitely recommend um, fasting, being specific, praying before your fast, writing down. I just rewrote um, what I want in my husband. The last time I wrote that list was in 2018. I never touched it. I just rewrote it, put it back in my pretty little frame. It's sitting on the side of my bed where my husband is going to sleep one day. It's on his side of the bed waiting for him. <laughs> um, and I look at it. I hope it's the side where the door is at because that's where he got it. About a door. It's funny because, you know, <laughs> I have him by the window. I might have to flip that. Nah, I always sleep by the door now that flip. I look at that, think nope. about that. I, I sleep by the window. Marcus sleeps by the door because. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes <laughs> yeah, sense. Yeah. Oh, you got to switch that. You're right. But so there's a quote that um, I found that went perfect. I felt like went perfect the way it was too. That went perfect. That goes perfectly with this podcast. And it says, life is a series of natural and spontaneous changes. Don't resist them. That only creates um, sorrow. Let reality be reality. Let things flow naturally forward in whatever way they like. And that is Amen. True. That is so you true. You have to naturally let things happen. And when I say naturally, you have to let God do mm-hmm. his work. Because as much as and we are um we are are definitely the ones who did this. We always thought that we were in control mm-hmm. and we knew what we wanted and we had we had this guy and that guy, this guy and that guy. We in our minds thought that this was the guy and this one was the guy and this one was the guy but God already had you know who he wanted who he wanted for us and for Monique who is coming for her he already has a plan it's just a matter of allowing him to we have to let go of mm-hmm. that and do his job because we are honestly not Mm-mm. in control and our story is already written it's just a matter of 
it let we allowing it to let its course, you know, take its course and it happen naturally. And that's what this quote clearly said. Let it happen naturally. Uh-huh. So for those who are listening, you know, and you feel like, you know, God is not allowing things to happen when you want it. It don't happen when you want it. It happens in God's uh-huh. Just sit back, relax, enjoy, have a drink like I'm drinking. I'm drinking for myself and Monique. <laughs> Moscato. Um, and let it happen naturally. And by the time you blink, your life will uh-huh. change. And that's what this podcast is. Shift about. your focus. Change. Shift your focus. Don't let your focus yeah. be on what he's not answering. Instead, let it let, focus on what it is that how do you need to position yourself so he can't answer? Mm-hmm. Um, and even with that, like I said, it takes work and it's not, it's not always pretty. It's ugly, but do as, as we just told you, if you put the work in and you trust God, it will all, it will all come to oh fruition. Yes, definitely. So with that being said, I mean, we can honestly sit here and talk to you guys for hours, hours and hours, and hours but we're not going to do that to you guys because, of course, there's always next time. So like Monique stated before, this is season two, episode six of Chatting with the Beauties. And of course, the topic is about change and change is always Embrace it's it. Always a good thing. We don't like it, mm-hmm. but it's always needed. So, you can only grow and change. You can't grow in your comfort zone. <clears throat> and with go. that being said, so, we we're out of here. Out of here. Until next we time. Wait, 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 oh, wait. Sorry, we, we definitely want to oh, yeah. thank. <laughs> <laughs> Monique's like I'm out later no but seriously we want to thank our our audience well not our audience but our listeners for listening to um, today's podcast and I know it's a long time overdue y'all been asking us for it y'all been asking us oh yeah you guys have been there with us as we settle with our new lives (laughs) yes once you listen to it if you have you know, some questions pertaining to the podcast, you are more than welcome to hit us up either um, in our um, Instagram page, um, Excellent Beauties, or if you have our personal page, you can also hit us up personally and we'll make sure we incorporate the questions into our next podcast, or we could probably do something live for you guys or whatever, but we definitely enjoy doing these podcasts and like Monique said, was about to say before we thank you guys. <laughs> Until next time. Until next time. Later guys. So thank you guys. Hey beauties. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Chatting with the Beauties. If you loved this episode, which we hope you did, please make sure to visit our website at www.xothebeauties.com where you can subscribe on iTunes, Anchor, or SoundCloud so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes and please tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in. Until next time, XO the Beauties.